Michelle Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, Vermont, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage. We're really excited today to have Chef Chris Galarza with us. Chris is a professional chef who has transitioned from using natural gas for cooking to induction cooking, i.e. electric cooking for all his commercial needs. Chris is also the founder of Forward Dining Solutions, which is a resource in how and what electric cooking is all about. Chris consults with large commercial restaurants, but also helps homeowners in thinking through the co-benefits and processes by which one can switch from natural gas cooking to electric. Well, Chef Galarza, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, and I can tell you it's especially novel for us because I think you're our first guest that's outside of the Vermont Burlington region. So we're really, Please. you're allowing us to branch out a little bit and we appreciate, you know, looking far, far and wide for expertise. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad to be the first. Chef Galarza, you'd said it's okay to call you Chef Chris. Is that right? Or what, what do you prefer? Absolutely. No, Chef Chris is, 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 uh, is much better. I'm not really big on formalities, so... Chef Chris is perfect. Okay, well, thank you. And we know that you're here because you're really an expert in electric cooking. But sort of before mm. we talk about your expertise and the co-benefits to electric cooking, including how it can help us transition to net zero energy, really curious about your background as a chef, if you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So uh, I started professionally cooking when I was 16 years old. I uh, came to Pittsburgh, uh, where, I, where I live now. Uh, I came to Pittsburgh and when I was 19 to, to go to culinary school. From there, I went to work at the Greenbrier for Chef Rich Rosendale, a world-renowned certified master chef, where I had the opportunity to work side-by-side uh, side with several master chefs and even more culinary Olympians. And then I came back to Pittsburgh, bounced around, uh, worked at some pretty notable restaurants, and then um, took over as a catering chef for... Carnegie Mellon University, and then finally, lastly, took over as the executive chef of Chatham University's Eden Hall campus, which was built to be the world's fully, uh, first fully self-sustained university campus, built from the ground up. We had our own farm, we had our own, uh, we raised our own trout, we tapped our own trees for maple syrup, cleaned our own water, made our own energy. It was just incredible. It was a chef's playground, and it got it's where I learned a lot about sustainability and specifically kitchen electrification because that campus also housed America's first all electric campus kitchen. Since then we've been, we, we opened four dining solutions in 2019 and while we've been working with cities, states, uh, we're talking to the federal government about their energy star rating system. We are uh, working with, businesses, manufacturers, brands, all sorts of different things to try to push this, push a better way of co of cooking. And that's kind of what this whole thing is about. It's I experienced a better way of doing things and I wanted to pass that, pass those lessons along to others. So it sounds like it was your experience at Carnegie Mellon um, and doing uh, at Chatham. Oh, excuse me, at Chatham, and yeah. sort of working in this large industrial kitchen, which happens to be electric. That you sort of got mm -hmm. bought into this idea of cooking electric. So that right. was your first introduction, and then, then you founded, or you're part of Forward Dining Solutions. Can you talk about yeah. who they are? Sure. 
Yeah, so Forward Nine Solutions, uh, we are a culinary consulting firm dedicated to the electrification of kitchens, and this is and we bring about sustainable changes to the culinary ecosystems. We believe that there is a much better way of running kitchens, of running operations, and you can do that while also being good stewards to the planet. Because ultimately, what we found is that there is no real chef's voice out there in these conversations. And I think it's difficult to make the transition or to tell chefs what to do with their kitchens if they, if the person or the people making these decisions have never experienced a day behind the line. Yeah. So I think, Chris, maybe before we talk a little bit more about Forward Dining Solutions, if you could tell listeners about the benefits of induction cooking for those of us that are new. Cooking with induction or electric appliances, and when we're talking about induction, we're not talking about those coils, right, we're, that, that everyone knows and, and loathes. Because uh, those coils are oftentimes slow, right? They're slow to heat up and they're slow to cool down. With induction, we're talking instant power. So if you're talking about a car, for instance, it's it you could say it's uh, powers, you know, instant torque to the wheels or something to that effect. So brass tacks, the numbers is we're able to cook about seventy point nine pounds of food per hour, as opposed to traditionally with gas, thirty eight point six pounds of food per hour. We're able to reduce our labor costs, reduce our chemical costs, reduce the time it is to uh, to clean those appliances because all it takes is hot soapy water. So you don't need to buy harsh degreasers. You don't need to spend a lot of time breaking down the equipment to clean up. Uh, now your staff can focus more on production and less on cleaning. There last year, uh, Pre- President Biden issued an executive order to mobilize OSHA to to develop regulations to curtail the indoor heat of of working spaces that includes warehouses and kitchens so any kitchen once these regulations pass that are warmer than 82 degrees fahrenheit is going to be subject to OSHA regulatory action the average kitchen temperature is somewhere in the 90s or 100 degrees during production and when in my kitchen at Chatham, whenever I I was running that space, we we uh, took a sample reading of the kitchen for one week, and in that week, the outside ambient temperature was in the mid to high 80s. Uh, it was a perfect week, so it was no clouds. It was sunny. It was beautiful. It's what what would you, what you would consider the perfect summer week. And m- my kitchen never got warmer than 74 degrees Fahrenheit. In fact, it never hit 74 degrees Fahrenheit. That's so fascinating. It was, cooler in my kitchen during production during service even next to my ovens than it was outside in the quote-unquote perfect week wow for those of us that live in burlington and are not commercial chefs but maybe have their own home kitchen that they're looking to electrify what are the benefits for for someone like that oh yeah so that's that's an even bigger benefit so in your so oftentimes when people are cooking at home they don't even turn on their hood systems or their their vents because it's just noisy and no one wants to hear that. Uh, but truth be told, the emissions coming off of the gas stoves, when you are burning natural gas, you're releasing carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, sulfur dioxide, formaldehyde, soot, smoke, other other contaminants like that into your home. And I'm going to focus on carbon monoxide because we have those sensors in our home. Now, the federal standards dictate to anything beyond nine parts per million needs to you know, the federal government comes in, shuts everything down until they find the source of the contamination and shut it down. When you cook with natural gas, even if it's vented, 
your space, your indoor space can far exceed 200 parts per million. Now, we know that carbon monoxide is not good for you, right? You know that the complications of which are brain damage, you know, lung disease, death even. So, not good. When you cook with induction, you eliminate that. So, you create a, a cleaner a cleaner space for yourself, your children, your elderly folks, uh, which is important because childhood rates of asthma in this country, the, the chief uh, perpetrator among them are environmental causes, which are contaminants like these uh, these polluting gas stoves. So if you were to remove those environmental causes and say electrify the school and the home where the, where the, where, where a child spends like 80% of their, of their time in, then you can see childhood rates of asthma decrease in this country, which in this country, it is a $50 billion a year healthcare cost for, for American families. Wow. So that's a huge co-benefit, these health benefits that you're talking about from uh, induction cooking. You know, one thing we do want to make sure that our listeners understand is the difference between sort of quote unquote regular electric cooking and induction. Can you talk about sort of what's happening with induction versus quote unquote regular? So the regular, the coils that we talked about, that is uh, electric resistive. So you have to, so the electrical energy comes in and then you have to convert that into heat energy, which then eventually will get hot enough to heat up a pot. The way induction works is it uses electromagnetic energy to oscillate the ferromagnetic molecules in your pan to heat, to, uh, to oscillate at such a high rate of speed it heats the pan up from the inside out, essentially making the pan itself the heating element, which is why we're able to cook so much faster, nearly twice as much as gas, because there's nothing wasted. Like we're talking 90 plus percent efficient as opposed to 30 some percent efficient. I do wonder though, if you can talk about cost. It's not too far off if I'm honest with you. Like, so if you're talking about induction, you're also talking about top of the line gas ranges and the cost disparity. If it's either, if it's not the same, you're probably talking a few hundred dollars. Uh, where you see a bigger a bigger disparity is in is to the restaurant setting. So those numbers are a, f- a six burner induction range with a built-in oven from say South Bend was about thirty six thirty eight thousand dollars. The gas range South Bend six burner gas range built-in oven about thirty two thousand. So mm. just a few thousand dollars off. When operating, uh, you, we find that you actually save on using induction. Now, why is that? Gas is so much cheaper, people say, right? Induction is so, I mean, uh, electric is so much more expensive. Well, it's because of the efficiencies. So at 35% efficient, for every dollar you're spending on gas, you are, 65 cents of it is being thrown out the door because it's not reaching the food. Only 35 cents of that is reaching the food. And with induction, 90 plus cents of that dollar is being used to heat up that food, which is why more energy is going into the food, more you're able to cook the food faster and you're able to get more out. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's a lot of co-benefits. And, you know, of course, in the case of Burlington, we're really excited about this technology because of our transition away from fossil fuels, i.e. our net zero energy goals. So um, just for the record, for people that don't know, we do have a $200 rebate for induction cookware. Um, We'd suggest that people go to the website to learn more. I also want to make sure that people know that we've got some local um, retailers that have induction cooking technologies on their shop floors. Uh, Coco Plum, the Superstore, and Bouchard Pierce. And at City Hardware, they're selling single element induction hobs for 100 bucks. So um, 
what advice might you have, Chef Chris, for a homeowner who is either looking to electrify from a net zero energy standpoint, or let's say their current equipment is reaching end of life and they're looking at something new? Any, any words of advice for the home cook? Really think about what you want to do, right? I mean, if you're trying to keep your kitchen cooler, which in turn keeps your utility costs down, if you're trying to eliminate harmful pollutants from your home, if you're trying to create a safer space for your child or your grandparent or whoever, or even yourself, it will not affect your cooking. It will not affect the quality of the food. Uh, and in fact, if you if you want to take it from other chefs outside of me, know that every international competition in the world is all electric. Know that the number one restaurant in the world is all electric. Know that some of the best restaurants in the United States and around the world are all electric, including the French Laundry, Per Se, Alinea, Pineapple and Pearl. Those are all Michelin-starred restaurants. So, I mean, this isn't a new concept. In fact, we're 40 years or, you know, the, well, the technology has been around for nearly 40 years the rest of the world's been adopting this for for about 30 years. So we're a little bit behind the curve. Um, so begin to adopt because it's only going to help others. That's an awesome way to end this this interview. Thank you so much, um, Chef Chris Galarz. It's really been a pleasure talking to you. And I'm excited to have listeners look at your website to learn more about the benefits of electric cooking. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure, and uh, I hope to make it out t- to Burlington someday. It's on my it's on my bucket list. All right, you're always invited. We we would love to have you. Fantastic, thank you. Thank you, Chef Chris. Have a great day. Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast or what BED offers regarding rebates, incentives, and technological support. Don't hesitate to look for us at burlingtonelectric.com, to call us at 865-7300, or to follow us on Facebook. We're always here to help, and we look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy. Music